Hi, uh, it's Cyberbinary's podcast, and uh, today we have a guest uh, from the Netherlands. Uh, it's uh, Karin Cox. Uh, she's a bookbinder, book restorer, and uh, a member of, of the Dutch uh, Society of Bookbinders, uh, Stichting Handbookbinden. Is, 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 am, am I pronouncing it yes. correct? Yes, Stichting Handbookbinden, that's correct. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> And uh, we wanted to talk about, well, about, I guess, about bookbinding and uh, uh, firstly about uh, the book fair that happened, that's happening in Leiden uh, early in November, just uh, in, one, in one month from the moment when we are recording this video. And I hope I will edit it pretty fast so everybody would be, uh, uh, would have a chance to, to watch it and to come over to Leiden <laughs> this November. <laughs> So, nice, yes. <laughs> uh, it, uh, my co-host is Pavel. He joins us uh, today from a pretty unusual place, but yeah, he, he likes to, 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 to do it from outside, it seems. Hi, Pavel. Hi there. It's not so much that I like it, but I have no choice, basically. I usually travel to places where you don't get internet anywhere inside, so uh, I'm in a park uh, 400 kilometers from Moscow, and it's great. Nice to see you guys. Ah. <laughs> okay, I, I'm Stepan, and I'm, I'm, I'm in Versailles, as usual, uh, in, in the last uh, months and weeks. And uh, Karin, uh, uh, do you want to disclose where, where in, the, in the Netherlands you 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 are currently oh yes no problem uh Schiedam, Schiedam. which is almost a part of rotterdam if i throw a ball at the end of the street i'll be in rotterdam <laughs> okay <laughs> so perfect so let's let's just dive in uh the uh book arts fair uh i'm i'm blanking on on the dutch name of this <laughs> of the fair but if you if you can help us how how it's called and uh Kunstbeurs. oh absolutely how could i forget yeah. that <laughs> i'm very sorry about it's, that it's literally a translation book art fair book Kunstbeurs. and as far as i understand it's organized by two organizations uh, not only by That's the right. society yeah. of bookbinders but also by the printers guild society, yeah, society of printers uh private press they're all very small printers, um, usually non-commercial, that make beautiful, beautiful things. And printing, especially small-scale printing and handbook binding, uh, they go together very, very well. So we always find uh, people who are doing projects together, uh, meet up at the fair, uh, produce beautiful things and sell them over there. So yeah, it's it's very nice to do this together. Could well, you talk a bit about the history of the fair? When did it start and when did you join? Um, I joined whew, uh, 13, 14 years ago. It's it's been a long time now. It's it's about well, I'm I'm actually not quite sure. We were talking about this. The, the fair must be about 17 or 18 years old. It started out just the uh, the binders, very very small, just a small group together. Actually, uh, in a zoo, animal zoo, <laughs> they had a space available. I don't know why, but uh, pretty soon uh, we moved to Leiden um, together with the printers. We joined this, and we've been growing ever since. 
we are one of the largest in, in Europe now, uh, especially because it's just not, it's not a fair just you go in, you buy your things and go out again. There are all kinds of things, demonstrations, uh, people making paper, uh, printing things, uh, workshops, all kinds of workshops having to do with printing and book binding. About 10 years ago, we started up getting a special book written and printed uh, for uh, the fair. And it's actually, it's, it's printed, but uh, you get it in, in uh, parts. You have to bind it yourself. So we make a description um, and a suggestion of how to bind this book, or you can do it in a workshop during the fair. And we got some quite famous names working for us because people like the idea, like the show, like, like the fair. We had Joost Zwarte, well, quite a well-known name. Al Snyder, she was one of the first. Lots of people mm -hmm. written mm -hmm. for us. It's, it's, it's quite a collector's item. I've been uh, uh, participating in, in the fair twice. Uh, uh, well, uh, right right away from the, from the moment uh, we moved to the Netherlands in 2018, so I uh, yeah. uh, decided to, to become a, a a seller, a participant at the, at the fair, and well, it was an amazing experience, and uh, I, I, I definitely can say that it changed my life because uh, <laughs> I never took part in in, in fairs uh, similar to the to this one before uh, I moved to the Netherlands, and uh, well, I, I went to Saint Nicholas uh, because it's a, it's a spring fair, uh, but then in November I, I went to a fair in Leiden and. Well, uh, uh, you can really see the difference. Uh, the fairies light is so so much bigger, and I guess I I, I do not want to uh, really compare to to events, uh, but uh, I I was really impressed by the fair in Leiden, and uh, um, uh, then on, on the second year, unfortunately, last year you had to postpone the event because of uh, the the corona. Uh, but uh, uh, hopefully this year everything work out and uh, and you are uh, the the person who who is or one of the people who is in charge of organizing this this fair from the uh, society of bookbinders part yeah am, am i right and so i got help this year for the first time in many years uh, i got uh, robert Damen, mm -hmm. and he's my quote assistant now <laughs> <laughs> And we'll be doing it together from the, the binders uh, uh, side of things. Uh, but of course, there's a lot of help from the printers as well. You, you can't do this on your own. I, uh, I, I can only imagine how much work is, is put into this project. Uh, uh, so when do you usually start you know, preparing for the next fair? Normally, we start about June. Mm -hmm. Sending out invitations, uh, reminding people if they want to participate, please send in your form. But this year, it's, it's all been different because the corona, we didn't know whether we could have a fair. Mm -hmm. uh, so we held off. Uh, then we said, okay, we'll take a gamble, be possible. Uh, and now I'm, I'm busy. I've been busy all day today organizing. Uh, writing people, emailing, asking them, please do you participate, send in your form. Uh, and then you get things as, um, like I said, if you want special uh, book printed, uh, you have to have a writer, uh, design binding and everything. Uh, but all the small details that 
people forget about. Uh, there are lots and lots of volunteers involved who help out with, with everything from, from helping at the door to workshops to whatever you need, uh, uh, printing nameplates, uh, just silly things like that that all need to be done. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was always, uh, always, both times I've, I've been at the fair, I was quite impressed uh, uh, with how all of it was organized and uh, as well, it was quite, quite orderly. And even if something, I don't know, uh, something is meeting, missing or uh, something uh, wasn't uh, uh, there, it, it usually was, uh, uh, you know, solved pretty, pretty fast, and uh, that's that's impressive. <laughs> well, if if you got things organized, there's room for improvisation, and and like I said, for lots of volunteers, uh, because uh, what in Dutch is called a marktmeester, <laughs> fair manager from our side. Uh, actually my husband, <laughs> who has nothing whatsoever to do with bookbinding, uh, <laughs> but who's good at solving problems. And, uh, the only thing he does is if somebody forgets something, he'll get it, he'll, he'll help people out with whatever they need. And that helps, it helps a lot. It's like it is with bookbinding. It's not about not making mistakes, but knowing how to fix them, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> learning from your mistakes, uh, Avoid the next time and, and evolve from there. Uh, and what what about the international side? People from all over Europe, I assume, are coming. Yeah. I know uh, people come from France, from uh, England. Uh, yeah. Where else? Uh, we had some money from uh, Hungary, Germany, of course, uh, Italy, uh, England, France. Uh, we had somebody from Spain. It's it's a bit more difficult this year to travel uh, through Europe, but still we got people uh, like Harmaton from England. Got this beautiful leather uh, parchments from uh, uh, France. Uh, this this lady from Italy who makes it's it's actually paper, but it looks like leather. It's so beautiful. It's, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's also uh, what I wanted to ask, because uh, this year it may be uh, a bit difficult for people, for example, from the United Kingdom to come over, uh, because there are all sorts of, of limitations, and uh, I don't know how it works right now, but uh, the things changes all the time. It, it changes all the time. I try to keep up with it and try to, uh, to get the information out there, and I will make sure that on the website about a week before the fair, because that's the most current information at that moment. But for now, you can travel, uh, even from countries that are not safe, like Great Britain. Oh, like, for, like, for, like France, I think, because uh, at, at least at some oh, moment, oh, France... Yeah, <laughs> there, there's a difference once you're in Europe, it's different from outside Europe. Yeah, and that's true. Great Britain decided not to be part of Europe. Yeah, their loss. <laughs> don't, don't talk about it, don't talk about it. It's, yeah. it's a nightmare. Uh, but it's the same from almost every country. If you can show you're vaccinated by uh, uh, having a QR code mm -hmm. uh, on your phone and identification papers. And if you're from outside Europe, you must also show a ticket, <coughs> uh, a return ticket to your country, which I think 
shouldn't be a problem, then you're okay. You're, mm -hmm. you're welcome. You can travel. It's uh, on the Dutch website, on the foreign ministry. It's all there. Also in English, I'll post the link. Um, that's what that's that's one of the things that that's really great about about the Netherlands that almost any information uh, official information could be found in English and uh, yeah. uh, well yeah. 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 that makes life so much easier well, yes especially it's... compared to France yeah. <laughs> I can say that right now <laughs> even if you're Dutch everybody who wants to enter uh, the fair has to show a QR code. Showing that he or she is vaccinated, or a recent test—that's also okay. Mm -hmm. Are the masks uh, mandatory inside in the Netherlands right now, or how, how does it work? No, only no. in public transport at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they'll change that. They'll ease up on, on regulations and don't uh, make any new ones. I think. Okay. Most people are vaccinated now here in the Netherlands. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, but uh, hopefully it'll be okay. No, no guarantees, but I'm cool. Uh, and and what about any online activities? Because uh, we've covered uh, a few fairs recently, and most of them are, have sort of a hybrid format with some things going on online. Have you anything like that planned? No, not not during the fair. We had some online things this year, uh, demonstrations and things for our members, but not during the fair. No, it's a bit difficult. It's the whole fair. It's in the church in in a 16th century church. It's it's beautiful. It's impressive the building. Things like internet are not. They're <laughs> 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 not right there yet. They're <laughs> trying, but. <laughs> so, so in no, some in some ways it's still in the, in the 16th century. <laughs> yeah, yeah, partly it is. Yes. And could you talk about numbers? So how many participants and what's your like? Surely you have some kind of target. How many uh, visitors you expect? How many visitors you can safely accumulate? It's it's, it's awfully difficult to say this year. Last time we, we we didn't have a fair last year, but the year before we had 1,600 visitors. It'd be great to have that many again. That wouldn't be a problem. We're allowed about 2,000 because it's it's such a huge building. Mm -hmm. Even with 2,000 visitors, uh, it wouldn't be too crowded. You could still walk without getting too crushed or whatever. That uh, would be okay. That's true. Um, that's yeah. true. The, the, the place is amazing and uh, it's quite spacious and uh, how it was uh, uh, set up uh, uh, two years ago and three years ago, you have uh, these quite wide uh, alleys, uh, passages between the stalls and uh, there is still enough space for sellers as well. So, yeah. We should probably say that it's not uh, a church. I mean, it's a church no, building, no, no. but it's, it's not a church. church building. Yeah. It's no longer a church. It hasn't been uh, that for about 50 years now. So, no. It's, uh... <laughs> so no religious sensibilities no, offended. No, no, none at all. None at all. There's still the beautiful stained windows, things like that. But uh, no, it's a secular building now. Well, like Stefan said, uh, wide alleys, and we can't change anything of that because of those huge pillars that are holding up the roof. <laughs> so, there's no way to crowd in more uh, more people, more, more more stands, and we expect 
well, about 100 different participants. Some very <coughs> small, just two meters. Uh, some beautiful, is, there's one lady who has those miniature books, uh, dollhouse size, uh, very precise, very neat. And she only needs two meters, uh, but also huge stands uh, where you can buy everything you need as a book binder, from paper to, to um, bone folders, but also larger equipment, everything. You can find every everything you need from, from needles to, to leather, to parchment, paper, printed paper, plain, whatever. Really everything. So I assume you won't have time to participate yourself, but could you tell us about your own experience in the past? Uh, I've been a participant in, in the past, but also uh, I'm partly at the stand of the society, of course. And it's... It's actually, it's a bit of a party. You see people once a year, uh, you meet <laughs> up. Uh, you see people coming in. There's On Saturday morning, there's a line outside, people waiting, coming from all over the Netherlands, from, from Belgium and even from further fields. They come in, they buy their tickets, and uh, first thing they do is go for a cup of coffee, something nice, of course. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then we see them saying, and I do the same, you say hello to, to old friends, people you know, and, oh, I saw you last year and we were talking about, and now I've made this or I want to show you that. And, and people go around to the fair, to all the alleys all around, just looking, looking for inspiration because it's not about all about buying and selling. It's also, there's some clubs there. Uh, there's one in Belgium, 14 times 14. They have projects every year and they show their projects during the fair. The most beautiful bindings that they allow you to touch, actually touch. They tell you how they're made, the, the kind of binding it is, the materials. So people are looking for inspiration and, and was see what's there to buy and then they have lunch because you have a day out <laughs> some people even come back for a second day because one is not enough and then you see people buying things and they start out with one bag and then you see them in the second bag and then they come to the stand of the society asking could you please look after my bags because i can't carry them anymore <laughs> <laughs> Um, they participate in, in a workshop or a demonstration, uh, somebody's making paper or, or binding something that you can, can make something or whatever. And, uh, well, the, you, you see them going around and around and then they're over there talking and then uh, we have people come in uh, who actually think it's... Uh, they just come to visit the church as a building. And they come in, sometimes with children, and we tell them, well, I'm sorry, uh, it's closed for visitors. It's, it's just fair today. Okay, we'll buy a ticket. It's not expensive. We'll go in and have a look. Or sometimes we say, yeah, just have a quick look if you want to. And then after several hours, we see them somewhere and say, we're just going in for a look. Yeah, enjoying our work for children. There's this to do. There's the, we're so impressed. There's so many nice things. With 
we're just here for the day. And they spend the day or an afternoon in the, in the fair with an occupation they know nothing about, uh, but they enjoy themselves. It's, let alone if you're a bookbinder or a printer, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's really special. Yeah, it's it's a great experience, and uh, it's absolutely true that it's uh, it's a club of sorts. And uh, yeah. uh, I, I've been meeting uh, people there that uh, that I I, I knew before uh, I, I I ever uh, participated in in uh, uh, doors. Uh, and um, there are people who saw me there, and then uh, we talks to them on our podcast and well <laughs> we knew each other from the fair so it's uh, it's it's really interesting it's it's a small world but uh, but then it's, it's really a meeting place for people it's, yeah it's a great it's a place to meet people can uh, exchange ideas uh, meet discuss projects and, and decide to do something together which they normally never do but yeah that's the kind of place it is inspirational for lots of people. But and, and what what kind of workshops will there uh, will there be? Will there be things to do for children? Say yeah, there there are always things to do for 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 children as well. We say from children from from eight till till eighty. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, people can participate everywhere. Most are free. Some ask for a small donation for materials. My husband, he he talks about it. He's has nothing to do with bookbinding. He helps me out for the fair. That's and he enjoys himself very much. And he says it's like the world of Harry Potter. There's this whole world inside our normal world that nobody knows about. You go through this door, you come in this building, and then there are those people who all know each other. And if you're new there, you're immediately part of this world. You're, you're taking in, uh, taken in, and uh, you can buy things that nobody knows what to do with, but people are very uh, enthusiastic because they found this or that. And they have this, this, this whole place together, uh, if you buy something at the stand, the people from the stand will immediately go to another stand to spend the money again and buy something because it's, it's a whole, uh, yeah, a whole separate world, uh, but, but, but great, really wonderful, yeah. Is the, is the registration for the participants uh, still open or it's closed already? It's open. You have another. What's the date? You, you've got another seven days or so. Okay. From now, uh, just email the the society. Normally we close because we're so late organizing this year. Uh, we still have some room, but mm -hmm. not a lot. So be quick if you want to participate. So I, I guess I will I will try to edit this video before the end of uh, the working week. So uh, maybe <laughs> some, some other people uh, have a chance to, you know, to join the, 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 the Always club. try, <laughs> always try. I will do my utmost to, to find you a place if at all possible. But there's only so much we can do. 
Yeah, well, that's, that space is limited. That's true. And yeah. uh, organization also takes time. It's not like you, yeah. you even if there, there is a, a space left, it's, uh, it's not like uh, people should spend all their time uh, to accommodate you if you are trying no, to register we, we, we uh, the all night have before. To do this next to our day do job. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's supposed exactly. to be a hobby. <laughs> I don't know why or how. <laughs> it's supposed to be a hobby. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, so, uh, Pavel, do you have any any more questions? Yeah, about the fair because I wanted to ask about the society a bit more. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about the financial part. If you are free to talk about it, that's surely a big gamble, especially in this year organizing such a big event. Do you have partners, sponsors? How does it work, or is it a risk for the societies to It's do that? It's just a risk for the society. <laughs> Yeah, we're not a rich society. We do have some reserves for, for emergencies. Try uh, to, to break even this year. That, that would be great if we could do this. Normally break even or make a small profit, because if we do make a small profit, we, we could do in the past. We're not talking about thousands, just really small profit. We can use this money for other projects. We're, we're a society, so we're not about profit. Everything earned goes back into the society to do other projects. We, we have a magazine, we have a website. Uh, it all costs money. Everything we organize, we have a day for our members. It's free of charge, but it, it does cost. So that's what we use the money for. This year, we're very, very lucky if we can break even. Church is enormously expensive. So all buildings that you hire for a fair are expensive. Is it, is it at least, uh, is there at least some insurance in case, well, I hope this wouldn't happen, but in case uh, Dutch uh, uh, authorities decide uh, that, okay, no events like that should happen in November, is there at least some insurance that you will receive some money back or something? <laughs> if, if, once again, if it's not uh, too much to ask of you, because... I know that in the United States there are really harsh rules for not returning money or something like that. So I hope that it's in Europe it's a bit better. Well, <laughs> officially, uh, no. Unofficially, we have a great partner in, in the Pieterskerk in Leiden. Uh, last year we had to go cancel it, well, not at the last moment, but we had to cancel and they were great about it and said, well, okay, we'll just leave it as is. If they ask us to, to pay in full, we're just no longer there. <laughs> we're, we're broke, so that's it. That government has been good uh, about it. The church has been receiving government grants just to, to keep going while they're closed. Mm -hmm. So the gamble from both us and the building is if We do have to cancel. There'll be a government grants. It's good to live in in a, in a social oriented country, you know, not not like some. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing okay in the Netherlands, actually. Uh, the, the, it's still difficult, especially for the arts. Uh, but on general, uh, I hear uh, economic is is growing. Uh, We're doing pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we wish you all the luck. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we really hope uh, that everything goes as planned and uh, yes. more people join the fair and uh, a lot of people come over. Well, not more than it's allowed, but 
Well, even if we break records, it's still good. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. You can come. No problem. You won't be. Uh, won't tell you no. I guess this is also a good moment to say that, uh, as far as I understand, anyone can join the the society, uh, sticks, yes. sticking hand in hand, and uh, uh, the members of society. Well, the the fee, the yearly fee, is not not very high. Uh, uh, how much is it at the at the moment? Thirty six. Yeah, thirty six kills a year. Uh, 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 Euro. Yeah. Euro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Euro. Uh, but, but but I guess uh, for for foreign participants the the fee may be a bit larger for the uh, shipping fees for the magazine or something like that. You pay to become a member of the society. You get a, a magazine four times a year. Mm -hmm. uh, got this great website with a separate part for members uh, where we have a large, very large archive now with all kind of magazines and books about bookbinding. We're going back over a hundred years now. All, all societies, everything printed about bookbinding and magazines, it's there, uh, just for the members. The fair is actually open for non-members as well. So mm -hmm. if you want to participate at the fair and have a stand there, it's open for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and it's uh, 115 euros, all included, for the entire weekend for stand. So I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's a good price. Yeah. yeah, so so if you are interested, uh, you can go over to the uh, society's website. We'll post the link below and uh, you can join. You will receive these uh, magazines. They are in Dutch, uh, yeah. but... Uh, but uh, Sorry. Well, well they, they, firstly, firstly, you can use Google Translate in the modern world. Uh, yeah. Next, if you are uh, speaking German, you probably can understand some of it, <laughs> at least. <laughs> you do have members from all over the world. I'm always yeah. fascinated yeah. about this. From and from and then, there are, there are, then there are beautiful illustrations in these magazines, and they're just uh, really well made. And you will support a, a, a great society that brings the yeah. light and fair to us. So that's, that's, that's not nothing. That's something. That's quite a lot. Now, now you mentioned members from around the world, and I uh, remembered that Netherlands is not the only place where people speak Dutch. Do you have members from South Africa? Actually, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we don't have. Uh, we have members in Australia, in, in Sc Scandinavian countries, Italy, Spain, Germany, France, France. Of Belgium, <laughs> one in France. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of Be in Belgium, of course, mm -hmm. because that's partly Dutch speaking. Flemish, which, well, yeah. I, I can't say it's the same because that's <laughs> a bit. Oops. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Both uh, in uh, Belgium uh, and Dutch, of course. A few English. Yeah. And uh, and uh, apart from the magazine uh, and the fair, what kind of activities is uh, society holding? Are there like competitions, exhibitions? I, I remember there was a, a, a really amazing competition a, a couple of years ago with this uh, traditional Dutch book uh, uh, about, about the fox or something like that. Or... Yeah, yeah, we uh, we have we do have competitions. Uh, but we also have what we call a challenge, where we ask people to bind something, give a book or, or whatever. 
Uh, and it's not so much about winning a prize, but making the most beautiful thing you're able to and showing the world just what's, uh, what's possible with bookbinding. That's not just traditional bookbinding, nothing wrong with the traditional bound book, but there's so much more possibilities. Um, and while with competitions, especially people start out with bookbinding, find it a bit, it, well, I'm not good enough, I can't do this. But if you say it's the challenge and everybody is welcome, then everybody does participate. And uh, it's actually wonderful. And, uh, we, we always try to find, uh, to make a, not a jury report, but say something about the binding that people have made hoping they learn from each other and from their activity and go on, uh, progress, and make more beautiful things. It's, the society is all about getting people interested in bookbinding and in, in preserving uh, handmade books, uh, both all books and newly made. I guess that's one of the things that I really liked about this uh, uh, challenge. When there was this presentation in the end, uh, I, I saw all the sorts of books uh, uh, and some of them were obviously made by, by people who uh, didn't make uh, a lot of uh, bindings before. But still, almost in any book, you could uh, you could find something special and something interesting and some clever ideas. And uh, people so... might not be very good at bookbinding because they're just starting out. But sometimes they're wonderful in in their use of colors or the designers of some sort, and they make beautiful things. And they might not know how to turn their ideas into a binding. But hey, they're learning, they're busy, they're enjoying themselves. And that's what it's all about. It's about enjoying yourself and making something. Of course, there are people who are great and, and professionals, and they, or maybe not even professionals, but they've been doing it for years and years and years and can make wonderful things. But, but I enjoy if, if, if I can see in a book or a box or whatever, the enjoyment that people had, the fun they had, thinking about ideas and, and trying new things and might not success right away, but who cares? And, and what about the age of participants? Because by now we've talked to bookbinders as young as say early 20s and up to late 70s and uh, uh, we've talked to a bookbinder who only started binding uh, when he uh, finished working in his 60s so that's another thing uh, about these challenges that they can encourage people to start doing yeah. something something artistic which you can do at any age yeah that's what i find great about it i think if if you start out bookbinding like you say, any age, just enjoy yourself. But also what I like about it, you can be very uh, traditional and learn to, to work with, with leather and, and tooling and things. But there's also an all other side of creative binding and, and designing new kind of bindings, using new materials, just, just trying things that might not, not have been done before, but why not? You just I've seen the first 3D printed uh, books 
And they're great. It's laser cutting and book binding. Just try, just do those things. Don't stop at, at this traditional way of binding. Combine things, learn how to tool leather, but do it in, in, in design a new kind of binding. Just use your creativity. You can do so much in, in book binding. Really, from from right from the start, uh, uh, Western book binding, great. But look around the world, uh, Asia. Uh, there's, there's been book binding there for centuries. Uh, learn from it, use it, adapt it, uh, combine it. Whatever you want, it's all possible. I, I understand that uh, there were more than one uh, society of bookbinders in the Netherlands uh, in, in the previous years, and uh, and then some of some of them joined the or something. So you and... always got more than one from everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but about it's thirteen years now, I think so. Uh, you said it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, everybody's member of both societies. Let's join and, and make it one uh, stronger uh, society for uh, the Netherlands or Dutch-speaking uh, world. So we joined together, and well, that's about it. Uh, how, how, how is it now? Are, are there new book bindings appearing? Young, uh, young people or older people? I don't know. Is is there you know is there hope? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there hope for bookbinding? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. There, there's, uh, there's still both workshops as, as courses, both short ones for people who start out, but also people who want to become professionals. They're still starting every year. And we see young people joining and learning bookbinding. So I think there's hope. I see a revival in the last years uh, for everything uh, handmade, for appreciating handmade things, special uh, made. You, you can find a bookbinder and have it made especially for you, and it's individual and it's special. And what about uh, a more formal education, like, I don't know, a school or an apprenticeship program? How do you become a book professional bookbinder? Do you find another bookbinder and ask him to teach you or is there like there an official is, way? There is, there is no government uh, schooling in the Netherlands. There is in Belgium, uh, much better about it than we are, I'm afraid. But there is schooling in Hilversum. It's private, it is very good. And there are two binders in the Netherlands, Maria Wilverkamp and Wilma van Driel, mm-hmm. Leiden, uh, who have a course professional uh, and they're both very good almost like finding a binder who helps you come but they they really have a program for it and there are several binders where you can uh, go and ask and if, if it somehow clicks they'll take you on and learn your trade yes i i've lived in in leiden for more than three years and uh, uh, it sort of happened that all the time we, we had some scheduling issues with Wilma uh, uh, Van Drill uh, to, you know, to record some sort of interview or make a post or something like that. And what I, I, I still hope to, to uh, well, I, I've been to your uh, studio and it's an amazing space, uh, but I still hope to visit it, you know, to record a podcast or something because... <laughs> 
Oh, well, she she's an interesting person, and uh, that's something we we should probably talk about <laughs> in the future. Can you tell us a bit more? I guess we will be ending our podcast episode uh, soon because uh, I, I guess we, we need to let you go and to do your your you know stuff <laughs> and uh, but uh, can you talk a bit more about uh, your own career because uh, that's something that's also maybe inspiring especially to to the people who are only starting uh, in book binding or book restoration book restoration is a great and interesting field so how do, how did it happen um I'm a historian to start out with, studied history, uh, worked as a teacher history for several years. Uh, and I had a hobby, bookbinding. And people started to ask uh, if, if you have a hobby, you start out with making uh, books for yourself with, with no blank pages inside well there's only so many books with blank pages you can use in your life so you start giving them away and then you, you learn a bit more and you want photo albums that's the next step the photo album you make photo album for all your friends so everybody has a photo album and you start thinking well what's next but the second thing, the moment people hear you're working or you're doing something with bookbinding, they will tell you, I've got this old book and it's a bit broken, but you can probably repair it. Well, first out, you start out very sure about yourself and say, oh, yes, I can do this and think about it, just rebind it and it'd be okay. And then you get this book and you think, well, I'm actually not sure I should do this. Just pause a bit. When that happens, I thought, well, I must be a bit more serious about it. So I started out uh, two years course in Amsterdam bookbinding. It's it's no longer there, but it was designed to become a professional. Um, I started out working as a bookbinder, uh, and also I, I made my day job as a teacher a part-time one, so I could spent more time with bookbinding and I thought well if I want to do restoration which actually I'm, I'm not I'm not a very creative bookbinder I'm, I'm technically I'm okay but creative it's well not just not that gifted that's that's something that always was a challenge for me as well yeah so, so and um, it's it's okay yeah that's what I think as long as you recognize what's what your limitation is but restoration together with history, well, that was really my thing. So I said, I want to go to school again. I want to become a restorer. I want to be a professional and know what I'm doing. So I went back to school again, being I think 40 at the moment. And I did two years restoration uh, in Amsterdam. And I started out working more and more as a restorer and uh, gave up the day job or had a different day job from then on yeah. uh, doing book restoring but after several years I also started teaching again because well it's 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 bit in your blood I think if you're a teacher I have workshops uh, book binding for people who are interested uh, from just a day and do something nice with 
whatever and uh, or or a course and I'll tell you all the basics and uh, what I like about it if I can teach somebody the basics from there on we can go on and explore what what's your thing do you want to be more traditional I can help you and direct you and or do you want to be more creative binder just think all binding is creative but I like to explore with you just this uh, I have a huge bookcase everything about bookbinding just let's go and look see what I have made see my examples try to find something and see if you can make this or make it your own and, and explore a bit and, and that's fun it's really fun to, to work together yeah uh, you you mentioned that uh, you need only only that many uh, notebooks for for your life, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I I stopped uh, uh, I almost stopped uh, uh, doing any book binding uh, three years and a half ago uh, three three and a half years ago when we moved to the Netherlands and I focused on on uh, uh, my uh, book binding tools project. But uh, still, when when my wife asks if I if I have a uh, notebook or diary. I, I, I browse through the shelves and I can, can find several of them. <laughs> and, and as you can guess, this happened several times during these past years. <laughs> so, yeah. um, having only so many blank notebooks in your life, that's one of the reasons society has these challenges because then we can offer uh, actually book and ask people can you bind this book, uh, not just blank pages, but now you have something, you have a story to bind. So try to find a connection to the story and just don't make something that's completely separate from what's in it. Just find it working together somehow. Mm. I think most people enjoy this and enjoy this a lot. And will there be a challenge this year? Is the, uh, there is or, one at the moment. It's called Mooi Marginaal. The private press, they have, a, well, it's not actually competition. They ask small printers to send in their most beautiful book from the last two years. They pick the 50 best design books. They can be handmade, but... It doesn't have to be. It's 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 more about complete design, the printing, everything together. They pick the 50 nicest ones and they make a catalog out of it. And we get the page of the catalog unbound and we ask the binders, well, this were the 50 nicest book of the last two years from small printers because there's something similar to it from, from very large printers in the Netherlands, uh, the uitgevers. Uh, make something nice out of it. And actually, I'll show you. These were brought in by the post today. <laughs> <laughs> and there are lots and lots more upstairs because they're coming in every day now because we photograph them and uh, make a digital... Uh, exhibition because we can't make a physical exhibition at the moment. We hope to show them at the uh, Boekensbeurs uh, and we do something like this every year. We just try to find a book uh, that's uh, in, in, in pages, in, uh, in sections and ask people to buy it. Not a competition, just whatever. <laughs> one, one more reason to visit the book, book fair in Leiden this, this November, this year. Yeah. And how can people follow your activities? Do you have like a mailing list or an Instagram, some kind of social media presence? There's a website for the society. 
we've got a Facebook page because we find that most of our followers still use Facebook. So we've got a Facebook page. <laughs> Actually working on web page for myself, but it's under construction. <laughs> it should be there in about six weeks, but okay. So well, it, it takes it, it takes time. It's not not it's, not the easiest process to get everything together, <laughs> especially it, it, when you are preparing a, a bookbinding fair at the same time. The thing is, I'm trying to do too too much. I try to make too myself. Cloning just doesn't work yet. So, and things that are not a priority like a website. It's I'm I'm not good at social media to be honest. It's, so I'm afraid it's a generation thing. <laughs> <laughs> trying, I'm trying. Well, yeah, my my wife my wife is eight years younger than me, and I understand that she knows many things much better than me, which that, that are concerning uh, social media. So, yeah. which is why she is uh, in charge of the, your Instagram, Instagram account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My son tells me uh, uh, my age, he said, uh, Mom, he said, you are digital immigrants. <laughs> you're not born in the digital world, you're digital immigrants. And you learn and you adapt and you're okay, but still, it's, it's not your native language and will never be. I think he's right. You, you try, you learn, you, you, you learn how to work with it, but it's not your native language. It's not the first. I will still take a piece of paper and write something down, down and you'll just make a note of it on his uh, telephone. My, 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 my French teacher uh, com complained a bit uh, during the first lessons that uh, all the uh, homework I, I did with handwriting and sent him uh, <laughs> Uh, photos of, of these pages and he was like you can always say send google doc to me <laughs> and i was like really <laughs> I, I, I didn't even think about this option <laughs> but i still feel good because i had a, a meeting this morning and somebody and he just prints all his emails i don't do that any longer <laughs> <laughs> That's progress for you. Yeah. <laughs> saving, saving some trees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, this this was great. Uh, uh, thanks, thanks a lot for all these insights. And uh, once again, you can check the links below to learn more about the uh, book concerts, book vending fair in Leiden. Uh, you can the, your other links will lead you to uh, to the society's website, to Karen's web not website but the Facebook page at the moment. Uh, uh, maybe we will add the website later or something. Uh, but please check the links and uh, thanks a lot, uh, Karen, for uh, for talking to us and to uh, you know telling about all these things. And uh, I hope more people will know and learn about the Dutch side of bookbinding as usual. Thanks to all of our subscribers, to all of our viewers, and especially to our patrons on Patreon, who help us with their money to, to make this podcast, which is, well, important, obviously, because uh, uh, otherwise we wouldn't, we wouldn't have budget for editing of these videos. Please also check the link below and uh, maybe join the crowd. And uh, see you next time. Thanks again. Bye. 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 See you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs>